Hello, listeners of Tag Talks Business. Thank you for joining me today as I get the opportunity to speak with Jason Fawcett, Regional Operations Manager for the Davy Tree Expert Company. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. So, uh, Jason, let me ask you, um, can you give the listeners a little bit of background of yourself, kind of uh, your time in the Hampton Roads community, um, and, and kind of what brought you into the business that you're in today? Sure, sure. Um, so, kind of take, take you uh, on a walk down memory lane a little bit. Uh, so, um, born and raised in Portsmouth, um, uh, was an Alliance Christian grad uh, of Portsmouth, uh, resident of Portsmouth. Um, family's been in business for 47 years in Portsmouth with Finks uh, Tow and Finks Automotive. And, um, you know, uh, mother's been involved there with uh, her brothers and my, my grandparents for a long time. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I chose a different career path coming out of high school where uh, kind of wanted to do something just a little bit different and uh, go a different direction. Um, so 2002, I, I founded, um, well, officially founded, I guess you can say, officially founded the Elizabeth River uh, Lawn and Landscapes. Um, so we, you know, we were, we, we started out as a, a small two men in a truck residential company and uh you know 16 years built built elizabeth river into a a regional you know regional powerhouse for uh for commercial and residential landscaping and grounds maintenance uh construction irrigation earth care um you know we 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 built the business um from from again from two men in a truck and scratch all the way through to uh one of one of the you know, probably the premier landscape companies in Tidewater market. Um, you know, through that time, I mean, we, you know, gosh, I can't even, can't even tell you how many times we've had the uh, you know, conversations about, you know, where you sit back and look and go, wow, it was just, it started with, with, you know, with 20 yards coming out of high school and, uh, you know, evolved into <laughs> this, this, this big, big deal. But um, anyways, that's nonetheless, it's kind of, basically where we came from that's great and, and that's it's fun to hear the stories of uh, to your point of uh, the 20 yards coming out of high school and, and really have taken it to the level it is um the uh, as you progressed over those 16 years um can you talk a little bit about how that progression took place as far as the different services and, and kind of the decision-making process when it came to um, how you how you added the different services, um, how you made the, the, the decision was the cost worth the effort, um, because that as, as uh, businesses, I think the term everybody likes to talk about now because of, of kind of the the tech industry is, is scaling, but to a certain point, you really were scaling your business over those years. Can you talk about that process as you work through that? Well, you know, some of it, I think, 
know, about some of it. You know, you, you think of an eighteen-year-old guy, an eighteen-year-old guy who has a, a family that has a, a lot of of uh, business savvy, you know, business experience. Put them around them, and and the first thing the young guy doesn't want to do is doesn't want to listen to anything they have to say. <laughs> so <laughs> there there begins the trial by fire. Uh, you know, you 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 know, you're eighteen. You know, you um. 18, 19 years old, you, you know everything, you think you know everything, so go ahead, no problem. So, you know, I, I say that to be, to be funny, but but realistically, you know, we starting out just cutting grass, right, making the tall grass short, that, that's a very easy thing to do. Um, you know, where it gets to be, um, you know, a little bit more difficult, a little bit more technical savvy with the businesses is those ancillary services, the irrigation. Uh, the chemical applications of the turf. You know, I, 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 you know, I, I tell this story. I told it last week, and I can even say it again today. Is you know, I remember uh, I was over in the Harborview area of Suffolk, 19 years old, in in cargo shorts and a t-shirt, and had a backpack sprayer on, and got pulled uh, by a Department of Agricultural gentleman. It, who who informed me at the time, the 19-year-old kid, that you have to have a license to spray Roundup. And I said, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, don't, I don't think you do. I bought this, I bought this at Lowe's with, with all the other homeowners. And he goes, no, no, you really do. And I, and I said, no, I really don't think I have to. And I said, you can leave me alone now. Uh, and, and anyways, he came back with a, a you know, a nice clipboard with a a citation on it said three copies perhaps hard and, and come on up to Richmond. <laughs> so, you know, there's much more to it than just making the tall grass short. And I think a lot of it with us was was, was some trial by fire, right? You you want to be that one stop shop. You want to be that one stop solution. You know, or it's kind of funny because you know as we go into talking about the, the transition from Elizabeth River to Davy, you know, our motto is planning planning the uh, planning the way for the future uh, and and Davies is proven solutions for a growing world so yeah you kind of mirrored up but you try to be that one-stop solution for a client so when they call you can take them from the, the design phase all the way through the back end of mowing their yard and, and maintaining it for them or a commercial space for that for that matter and and you know the, the thing I would you know, caution some of the younger guys and some of the things, if some of these guys are out here trying to do that is, is we really, you know, did trial by fire and really found out that we, we, it was very challenging to scale services like that. It was, it was extremely challenging to scale services like that. Uh, we found out having some strategic partners and, and doing things a little bit differently you know, some subcontractors and things, you know, we tried to really find what our niche was and that, that came through trial by fire. You know, we probably hurt ourselves in some cases more than we helped ourselves, but we learned a lot from it. Um, you know, whether that was what kind of software we were going to use to manage our business, you know, what kind of service we, we were going to, what kind of services we were going to provide, you know, down to the, you know, what kind of, and glue we were going to use on our irrigation supplies. So, you know, we we, we did have some trial by fire, and, and but but ultimately we learned that you know you can be you can be really good at two or three things, or you can be mediocre at ten things. So we just kind of we, we kind of learned what our niche market was, and we kind of stuck with it. 
That's a great point. And, and part of that, and I hadn't had a chance to ask this of a lot of the, the companies I've talked to, sometimes because of the size of it, but you've had that unique um, opportunity when talking about growing the business of, of being, as you said, the, the 18 year old with a lawnmower to a full size company doing full service, both at the residential and the um, commercial level. So as you work through that process, what was your guide as far as bringing the, your team on? Um, because to, to your point, um, Yes, there are aspects that you can teach, but it's a unique environment in which you're dealing, you are dealing with um, agricultural related uh, services, um, having an understanding of, of the use of, of the chemicals. And, and I mean, for many homeowners, their, their yard, much like their home is, is such a, uh, uh, a reflection of who they are as, as individuals and homeowners. So as you brought on your staff, uh, what, what was your guide with bringing and developing that team? Well, you know, we obviously, you know, after about year number four or number five, you know, I, you know, our, our, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with it, but our market's a very tight knit market. So I started kind of looking at, uh, looking at case studying some other folks outside of our market, you know, that were doing some things uh, or, that were head turning, like in the Raleigh market and, and the, uh, you know, in, in Chicago, and, uh, some Ohio markets and just industry, some industry folks that I felt like were, were, were really setting the bar um, from a recruiting retention standpoint, who they were hiring and then, and then really understood started trying to dive to the educational side of it um, with, with some, with some uh, consulting folks and, and really understood that I needed to kind of uh, develop the core values, the mission, the vision of where we were trying to go. Okay, what was the, what was the end game here? What was, what was where we were trying to get to? And, and uh, we sat down, we did that and then really you kind of went out and tried to assemble, you know, that dream team of, of, of management staff that was going to help me get to where I wanted to be. And uh, we did that. We, we did that. And I, I, we still, you know, uh, we still have that team in place now, even though there's a different name on the group. Um, you know, I, I asked a lot of questions of my wife, asked a lot of questions of, of, um, you know, family, went to outside experts but but again i think you know, i always kind of looked around but always got led back to those core values and figured out who's kind of going to share you know share those same ambitions and aspirations with me and um we put it together and i'll tell you I, I i mean i still scratch my head and wonder how we you know how we we built it like that in that short of a mind time i guess it was the, aside from the sleepless nights you know um you know, it still was, it's still, it's still, it's still miraculous. <laughs> well, and to your point, as far as the, the dealing with the struggles, you, you've now had the, the unique perspective of having been through 
almost two decades of, of being a, a business owner and entrepreneur um, and watching uh, the market swing uh, in a couple different times in a, in a pretty drastic way. And, and in your case, um, being connected with the, uh, the home community, the, the, um, both on the commercial side and the residential side, um, how, how did you feel that you uh, were able to manage um, the swing that occurred in, in 08 and 09? And did any of those lessons um, help you be better prepared uh, as we uh, came into to late 2019 and, and the first quarter of 2020 with, with some of the changes to the market now? Um, and, and have you seen the, the, the bigger swings that you saw then? I mean, can you talk a little bit about how you, you've kind of worked your way through the, the, the last probably 12 to 14 years? You know, so, you know what's, what's really crazy from 08 and 09 is when we kind of look back and we kind of think about, you know, what that story told us or where we were with that, you know, we we truly built a not a business that was recession proof. I don't want to say that because I don't believe there's any there's there is such thing. But we built a business that was very very uh, dynamic, right? We we weren't working for every home builder. You know, we weren't working for every construction guy. We were working for those in the, in the latter part of it and the afterlife of it. So once it was it was done being built, it was done being put together the maintenance side of it was more where we were driven. We weren't heavy construction related. So um, those guys that were in the heavy construction side of, of homes or commercial spaces that were installing landscapes, hardscapes, sprinkler systems, those guys took a bath. And, and I just never, I've always been a maintenance guy operationally, logistically, always been that guy that you know let's go out get the job done then we go on to the next one so for, for us we never got carried away with the maintenance um and they're not i think that's part of the that, that's one of our successes uh is that we didn't do that now um we're you know gosh the last the last four or five years you know has been a, a has been a huge swing in things but again we you know, we aren't we aren't going to be those those people that go out and and and, and um, rely heavy on construction. You know, we're a maintenance driven group. Uh, we were when we were Elizabeth River. We, we certainly are now. Um, we that's kind of our that's, again. That's kind of knowing what you're good at. Um, don't get me wrong. We, we we do our fair share of construction uh, and installations and things like that. But we just uh, those are for clients that. We've worked with for 10 years. We know who they are. We know what they're about. We, you know, we know what their business is built on. We, and we've, you know, we've kind of stayed in our lane with them. Um, so that's that's one of the, the, you know, the nice things about the maintenance side is is that, uh, you know, if it's a, a 25 million dollar apartment complex, or a, you know, 350 thousand dollar single family home. Um, like you said, it tells a story of, of who the person's business is when you pull up, okay? What, what their business is, what they stand for, 
Yeah, we have some of the top multifamily developers in the in the country right here in Virginia Beach. We, you know, in my mind, yeah. we've got we've got some of the, the, the top two. And um, you know, when I you when you pull up to their jobs, okay, you can tell okay that your work, you know, it's inviting. It's inviting, right? And 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 that's what people kind of want to be. That's what people's class A commercial real estate should be, and, and, and that's where they are with, with um, you know, with the multifamily side. Those guys, that's their that's their curb appeal. That's what brings people in. So, um, yeah, that's just really our 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 business and our way. That's great. So, can you talk a little bit about the uh, the transition? I believe it's been uh, well over two years now to the Elizabeth River uh, from Elizabeth River. Uh, lawn and landscapes to the DB Tree Expert Company and and how that came about and and kind of how that sets you up for uh, for future success. Gosh, <laughs> and I I'll be honest with you, you know, uh, it, it gets um it gets uh you know well what what can I say? I mean, you take a look at Davy as a brand, you take a look at Davy as a whole, uh, the safety culture the integrity, um, the educational side of it, the leadership. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't know how I would have responded as a business owner uh, having to make decisions in this time that we're in right now. It's uh, a little challenging, obviously, um, with the with the COVID-19 thing. But 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 going back to, to Davey, uh, 1880, the company was founded. You know, ran out of Davy family members in 1979 and became an ESOP. Uh, so, you know, we talk about the the transition to Davy. We had three unsolicited offers, uh, or excuse me, two unsolicited offers from two two other companies that were not Davy prior to to the Davy takeover. And um, you know. Had some great conversations with folks at Davy. I've known a ton of folks at Davy for a long time. Uh, some of my fellow employees uh, and team members had some had some uh, connections at Davy as well. And just really, uh, the brand just it just says so much for itself. Um, but what was cool about it is, you know, we let, we kind of laid those things out on the table, and you know, Davy was kind of that 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 middle of the road group man and, and and i say it i tell when i tell the davy story i tell it to everybody it is it is probably one of the most powerhouse blue collar companies you know i don't say it to be funny but everybody there has a story you know my boss <laughs> started dragging brush 20 years ago there you know it, it, dragging brush and um you know now he's the executive vice president of the company and uh wow um, you know, uh, Pat Kobe, our CEO, you know, started there, you know, in, in accounting and worked his way up. And, and so there's a story there for everybody. But I, I tell you, man, I just, when I had some decisions to make there is which way we were going or what we were doing, what what truly brought me to the table with Davey is middle of the road, middle ground, loved what they had to say, loved the brand, loved the people. I felt like when I walked into their corporate center, I knew people for, for 20 years, you know, and I had yeah. some relationships there, but I felt, but, but what was even better than that is it gave every single person 
that, that worked for me or worked with me that's still with me today, the ability to be an owner through the employee stock option. You know, wow. so those guys, those guys own a piece of, of Davy just like I own a piece of Davy. So um, it's, it's just, it's really, really, really neat to see it evolve. I kind of still scratch my head some days and wonder how we, we got through it all. But, you know, it was, it was <laughs> a huge undertaking. Huge undertaking and, um, you know, we, we got it done. I mean, we, we, we worked through it. Just some of the, the most easygoing folks I've ever worked with. Uh, they, they don't get excited about a whole lot, and, and they made it happen. So uh, there was a couple times where I was nervous about having conversations where I'm like, is this going to be a showstopper? You know, is this is this going to be a showstopper? And every time I brought it, I'm like, ah, we'll get through it. You know, so uh, great, great group of people. But uh, transition's been going good, um, you know, April 13th of this past year marks two years. Um, rebranding efforts have, have uh, been continuing to go on. You know, the rebranding efforts are continuously uh, continuously happening. Um, uh, you know, most of our, our vehicles and things have, are starting to cycle through. So, you know, the Davy name is being more prevalent in the community now. Pretty cool when you see um, you know, when you talk to some folks, you stumble across a stumble across the guy out at one of their flights in different news the other day, and he's like, "I'm from Northeast Ohio. I know, I know the Navy name. The Navy's <laughs> based in Northeast Ohio. It's our house, but uh, you know, they, you know, it's it's new to this area, obviously. So, um, you know, yeah. But uh, the rebranding efforts have, have have gone good, and uh, the transition has been has been great. Guys are uh, more energetic. Uh, than ever, you know, our staff has taken well to it. Um, and it's just been, I tell you, man, it's been a huge blessing for, for me, my family, and, and, and even, even, you know, my extended family with those I work with inside the uh, four walls every day. That's wonderful. Well, and I know having spoke, spoken to several entrepreneurs who, who had grown businesses over the years and, and, eventually partnered up with different organizations. Um, the comparison I, I hear from a lot of people um, is a marriage um, because the fact that um, here you, you've grown your own business essentially from, from an infancy um, to a point to where it's grown enough that you're, you're able to bring it together in a marriage with another company to be able to better serve your customers. Um, but like any families, you have to you have to get to know one another and understand one another and and, and learn to to live with one another and and it's always uh, it's always great to hear when that that relationship is is smooth and 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 um, everyone involved seems to be uh, really happy with how it goes. So it sounds like sounds like your your marriage with with Davy has been a, a great success and. and will continue to be in the future so that's that's wonderful to hear and and as you said we look forward to seeing uh more of the the davy trucks uh in the hampton roads community so um so you kind of going back to your uh involvement within the community i mean having having grown up in the the hampton roads community um you've played a big role in the in in the city of portsmouth um can you discuss with our listeners a little bit about your 
involvement within the community outside of just the confines of, of your work? I know you, uh, um, you have a special place in your heart for the uh, Virginia Gentlemen's Foundation. Um, do you mind talking about that a little bit and, and kind of how you've been able to, to give back to the community? Yeah, so um, I think, you know, part of whether you're in business for yourself or, 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 or now doing what I'm doing, you know, and, and having the, the uh, you know, the prominence or the, the standout uh, spotlight on you sometimes in the community is it's easy for guys to forget um, that that there's people around us that need us, you know, that need our support, that need, you know, they need our our leadership, our guidance, whatever we, you know it is. And I feel like, uh, you know, I I got involved with the Virginia gentleman through through uh, several other guys there on on the uh, board, uh, and just said, hey, you know, you should come out and take a look at what we're doing. You know, we got the camp that we're you know, we're getting ready to you know, camp Grom, they're getting ready to come out of the ground. You know, what can we do and, and how can we do it? And, and, you know, just take a look at some things. So I, I kind of went out, started poking around in it and, and looking and, and seeing. And, and, and I have known, uh, you know, Bruce Thompson and his family for a long time. And Bruce is kind of our ambassador for that charity. Um, you know, we kind of look to him and look at him and, and, and for guidance and wisdom. Obviously, it's, you know, the charity is um, Bruce's son who has uh, ALS. And, um, you know, this bunch of guys, <laughs> it's funny how this started. This bunch of guys at a Halloween party trying to raise money for ALS. And uh, the Halloween party evolved into, um, you know, several other events which culminated into what's the, the JT walk now and what that's done is is, is the Virginia, Virginia gentlemen now have have gone on to do certain projects in the community that kind of long-standing stamp uh, have a long-standing um, impact on the community or what we feel would have an impact on the community so you know, one being the, the grombulance over there at King's Daughters you see it, it's got all kinds of stuff on it, you know, then, then the other one being the, uh, the, um, the playground there at First Street, um, and then now uh, Camp Grom over uh, across from Red Wing Golf Course, it's managed and run by the YMCA Force. Um, all, you know, first handicap, handicap accessible playground, you know, right at First Street of Virginia Beach, um, on the beach. Uh, that's something that's not um, it's not, you know, it's, it's nowhere else to be found. So I felt, I felt like, you know, when I started looking at the camp, you know, I came in on the back end of this thing about three years ago now, I guess. And, uh, you know, I met with the guys and told them, I said, listen, we'll, we'll donate a hundred percent of the landscape of the camp. And, uh, That's great. and, um, you know, that, um, we, we, we did, Gosh, I don't, you know, there was so many pieces to the puzzle out there and he's been and doing and, and I felt really compelled to, to, um, to get involved with that. And uh, they, they brought me in and made me part of the family and, and we, we continue now to raise, you know, raise money uh, every year for research. 
So it's 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 become a passion. And I feel like you know, everybody that's a business owner has something. You got you got to get involved in something like that because it kind of keeps you grounded on what you're actually you know working for. And and I've, I feel like the Virginia gentleman has done so much for this community that the little bit I could get involved in and give back is is just I can't I can't can't come enough so yeah well i can tell you that camp grom is absolutely an amazing complex um my son and i have gone by there a couple times um just in the last couple weeks and it's uh it is a beautiful beautiful complex and we as a community are very lucky to have a a place like that in the uh, not just in virginia beach but but within the the 757 so um it is uh, it's highly appreciated um, by not just those who use it, but those of us who understand that there's a need for it in the community. Um, so before we wrap up today, I wanted to, to just give you an opportunity to, to remind our listeners of, of the different services that um, you do provide um, and, and the best way to reach you and, and or your team um, for those who may be able to use, utilize your services both on the residential and on the commercial side. So, Davey has, uh, obviously, uh, you know, Davey.com is, is always a way to find out the mile-long list of services that Davey has. I mean, if it pertains to the exterior of a property, Davey does it. You know, we've got the residential commercial landscape. We've got the golf division that manages golf courses, uh, the maintenance of golf courses for folks. We've got uh, commercial and residential free care. Uh, we have utility line uh, clearance, um, tree care as well. It does the utility line clearance uh, for, for all across the country. Um, we have the, uh, you know, we have the wetland, we have the Davy Resource Group, which does, I mean, a ton of things. So the wetlands, wetlands mitigation, uh, WSSI, current environmental, uh, current environmental being out of Virginia Beach was a recent acquisition for us. Uh, about a year and a half ago, um, but you know, we we pretty much anything that has to do with the exterior of a property from the the very beginning to the very end, uh, we're willing to uh, take a look at it, help whatever we can do, offer solutions for what may be a problem or something that somebody need has a need for. Perfect, perfect. Well, as someone mentioned to me the other day, as we were uh, sitting out on the back porch. Um, it doesn't really matter what else is going on in the world. The grass is going to keep growing and the trees are going to keep uh, blossoming. So yep. it's, uh, you're always going to be needed. So we, uh, I appreciate all you all do uh, for the business community, for, for the residents of Hampton Roads, um, and for, the, for what you've done to give back to, uh, to our community. It's, it's greatly appreciated. And I thank you for taking the time uh, to... Uh, talk to me today and and give our listeners an opportunity to learn a little bit about you and your business yep anytime and we're here and uh what's great about being navy now is they share some of the same passions uh that i've shared and giving back and, and being involved in the community so we're we're always here to help and if there's anything i can ever do you know, don't don't uh to reach out Wonderful. Well, thank you. And thank you to the listeners of Take Talks Business for joining us for this episode. 
And uh, we'll catch you during the next episode of Take Talks. Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man.